0: Welcome to the Beer, Sports, and Ah Hell I Don't Know podcast presented by Ohio Beer Review. Find Ohio Beer Review on social media. OBR prides itself on thoughtful and fair reviews of Ohio craft beer. This podcast is for those craft beer loving, sports talking, and Ah Hell I Don't Know kind of people out there. We hope you all get to know us through our shows and you all enjoy. Here's to you. Cheers. All right. Yeah, go. On. Let's go ahead and get this I, thing going. I think
1: we, I think we jump right in. We're probably all watching the NFL draft right now. And how about the fake, like, daft handshake that the commissioner gets by these guys? They don't, they don't even know him. <laughs> well, they they love him tonight,
0: and then all of a sudden they get in the league, and then he turns into their worst enemy. Yeah, but, I mean, but, it, I I will say this: how about how about the you know every year? Goodell goes out there, and everyone's booing, screaming at him, probably calling him a lot of you know very specific names. But this year, they bring out Mean Joe Green with them, Tim Brown, and Marcus Mariota, and they're still booing him.
1: It's yeah. like oh, the, yeah. the, the,
0: it's, you got your hometown quarterback, and they're still booing your face off.
1: I think he looks forward to it every year. It's one of those yeah. things that like if they stopped booing, booing him, he, he probably wouldn't get into it as much. Yeah. Oh, Mean
0: Joe Green looked like he wanted to freaking fight people. <laughs> uh, what's going on, guys? What are we drinking tonight?
1: I got, um... I'm going with uh, Brewdog Elvis Juice. I think we have it as a, as a uh, 3.75. Picked up a sixer, and, um... It's, it's a good, solid beer.
2: I'm... Um, like I said you guys earlier, not, not Ohio, unfortunately, but the uh, Tropicannon... Ah, that's a good one, though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, you, Matt, you ever I had was, that on draft? Yeah. I actually had it for the first time last weekend, uh, or last Friday, at on draft at um, Winking Lizard. But it tastes a lot better than out of the can. Yeah, it's a good beer. I can definitely taste the difference. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still good, but I was hoping to grab a six of uh Dangerous from Loggerheads, but they didn't have it. Yeah, I got my dangerous shirt on. Um, uh,
0: I should have had my. Baker I shirt have on. Uh, I have North High Life Sparkling Ale, seven and a half percent. I was telling Chaz before before we started recording, um, super light, super crisp. When I first took a drink, I was like, "Man, I could drink this by a pool all day." And then I looked at the stats, and that kind of <laughs> that seven and a half percent might sneak up on you a little bit uh, during the summer. So. Man, I, I think we're, we're we're looking forward to having a, a good show tonight. I think we obviously have the NFL draft going on. I know it's uh, I woke up this morning and I just kind of felt uh, I felt a little dead inside. Um, you know, usually a, a day like today is is a uh, highlight of the year for the football it's Like season. Christmas. Yeah, but
1: I, uh, I actually didn't even know the draft was going on until like I got into work and someone else was talking about it. So I it flipped under the radar for me.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you know everyone's real excited this year, including Browns fans. You know it's just another walk in the park for us and uh, <laughs> like uh, playoff bound, probably even more <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Super Bowl Super Brown.
0: What? Uh, we guys we posted a picture of good old Tony Grossi the other day. What, what do you guys think of one Tony Grossi and then two of Odell not showing up to camp?
1: I guess I guess Prez will go first here. Um, I think Gross, he's just an idiot. He is so he, – see, he's kind of going with a little bit of the Colin Power to take. I think he, he wants sure. to say what everybody's going to hate yeah. just to get the views, just to get the listeners, um, which works for him. I mean, his stuff's getting out there. People are listening to him. But there's not one Cleveland fan that really cares about the dude. And I think we'd all like to see Odell Beckham you know at the mini camp but you know he is what he is as long as he comes in when the season starts and he's ready to go I, I don't think Cleveland will see see a problem with it
2: yeah I agree um I mean I'm not a fan of Tony Grossi I listen I listen to a lot of uh sports talk radio and he's on most of the stations at at some point um but yeah I don't I don't really care for his opinion or he's like like Chad said tries to get his name out there and stir up some controversy, but, um, yeah, I would have liked to see OBJ at the voluntary stuff. Um, I did see on Instagram Jarvis came back to Cleveland today. So hopefully that's maybe a sign that, um, Odell will be coming soon. He's been posting a lot on Twitter, asking about places to go in Cleveland places to eat, uh, things of that nature. So, uh, he might be here, might be here soon.
1: Yeah, one other thing too about Grossi, like the dude still tries to pick battles with Baker
2: Mayfield, and it's <laughs> he'll just never not win. Necessary. Yeah, it's not no. necessary. Just be happy. He's from. He's been reporting, covering the Browns but, for years. Just it, let people gotta, do what they you do. I mean, a golden retriever as your Instagram picture, or
0: yeah. picture, like. <laughs> it, that, that's that's the part to all of that that makes no sense to me. Is it understanding, You know, being the media, you can't bias, well, whatever. But you've been in Cleveland your whole life. Like, this mm-hmm. city has paid. They've made his career. They've made, made your career. In in it's like any bright light that he comes in, I, I get that, our, our, especially with the Browns, it's not been a lot of positivity over the last about two or three decades. But, gosh darn, get, give, give, you know, okay, Odell, whatever. He, he's been in the league six years. I think he knows how to get ready. Like, and the only reason why we had these three days is because we have an extra coach. I mean, yes, it would be great if he's there, but freaking
2: go, go report on the guys who are there. I don't know. Yeah. Did you see what Odell tweeted back at Grossi? No. No, oh, because Grossi he put out that article uh, that you sent. The like, hey Odell, you know where are you yeah. or whatever. He t- tweeted back at him and said. Um, out here training, thanks for your concern, or something like yeah, that. Man, that's great. <laughs> he's
1: such an idiot. Yeah, I mean, like, you got to think about it too. Like The first time you go to interview that dude face-to-face, like he's not going to give you any respect.
0: No, zero. All right. Well, we're going to bring in our guest for the, the rest of the evening, uh, RJ Jacobs, the driver of the 18J dirt track sprint car. All right, our first guest of the Beer Sports and All Hell I Don't Know show is a man who likes to go fast. He has thrown for more passing yards than any quarterback in Tuscarawas County history. He's from Amish country and traded in his horse and buggy for a dirt track sprint car. He's a handsome fellow. Please welcome to the show the driver of the 18J Sprint Car, the Cowboy, R.J. Jacobs.
1: All right, so we 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 hear in the intro, you know, you you throw the football, you drive the sprint car, but you know, I know of a of a hidden talent uh, of yours that many people don't know. And before anybody hears you talk, we want to hear you speak a little bit of Dutch.
3: Oh, we best do.
1: <laughs> oh, we need more than that. I,
3: uh, do that simple cap on Fuxtijama <laughs> loschlo.
1: Uh, what does that mean
3: go fuck the cow you asshole
1: (laughs) (laughs) welcome aboard welcome aboard
3: i'm excited to be on here this is an honor yeah this is great
0: so rj tell us uh you know give give the the listeners or the the ohio beer review uh, fans that are out there listening to the podcast give them a little bit of overview who are you um, I gave him a little bit of where you're from, but give him the, the R.J. Jacobs highlight real quick.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, from Amish country, uh, came from a real small high school, played football through high school. Heck, thought I was going to go to the NFL draft and be on TV like this one day, but that went down real fast. Um, did what I wanted to do in high school, and now I ended up got in a sprint car, and we're living life, I guess, in there. That's a whole other ball game. Going fast is one thing, that's for sure, but it's kind of hard to control right now.
1: So when you get when you get in a sprint car for the first time, what do you even do? Like, how do you even know how to steer the thing?
3: Oh, it was a huge learning curve. I got in there, and I really didn't know what the heck was going on. Uh, had a few family members, though, that are pretty famous in it. that Jacob's side uh, kind of knows what they're doing, you could say, in the sprint car. And once we got in there the first time, they kind of showed me what was going on, and I went out and was smooth in it, they said. So we ended up buying our own stuff, and now we're – Just picked up our third car yesterday and got two motors and kind of making a swing at it.
1: So when you talk about, you know, sprint cars and you just got your third car, kind of, I'm assuming a lot of our listeners, you know, don't probably know a ton about dirt track racing and and sprint cars in in general. What are the different kind of uh, cars you're talking about? Is it a different motor size? Uh, What do you got going on?
3: We got three. All the frames, all your body parts, everything like that's the same. Axles, wheels, tires, all that's the same. The only thing that's uh, different is you change your uh, motor size. So we got a 360, which is right around 650 horse, and, and we're running our new 410, which is right around 950 to 980. And the car only weighs 1400 pounds with me in it. So you got a, a lot of power there for a little bit of weight. How much does a car weigh? 1,400. Good God. Yeah, so it's. They say I haven't actually been in the 410. (laughs) This next weekend is going to be my first weekend racing the 410, and uh, they say it's going to be a whole nother ball game. So I guess I better strap up. And what kind of speed? What kind of
2: speed are we talking?
3: Yeah. Uh, so it depends on the track. We're going to run Lernerville on Friday night, I think, which is in Pennsylvania, and they say we'll run right around. 115 or so but i mean you go to knoxville iowa and they're running heck up 100 100 plus they're pretty high up to, out there
1: so, so you know as, as the official post post race celebration sponsor of the 18j uh for our listeners out there every every top five finish we we are going to supply the 18j with a, a beer of his choice yeah um we've been following your race in mississippi it looked like a very small track um, last week you're in Wayne County with a smaller motor racing against some some bigger motors. What's kind of the difference in the track? Um, what kind of speed were you running in, in Mississippi compared to you know last weekend in Wayne County?
3: Yeah, in Mississippi it was kind of a momentum track to where you were actually running probably 95 to 100, but it didn't look like that. And then in Wayne County running the 360 with all the 410s was it was a big disadvantage. But heck, we were only a couple spots away from making the show. And we could, I don't, I'm not 100% sure where we were running that Wayne County speed-wise, but there's the different tracks, the width of the track, and, I mean, the different dirt, we've been running down south a lot, so you're running a lot of sand and stuff like that. And here, it's a heavier clay dirt, so, I mean, it's a big difference motor-wise, you can tell when you're hitting on that heavy dirt versus a real light sand. Spe- speaking of sand, how's your game out of the bunker? Yeah, it ain't worth a shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, hey, we we saw you went golfing the other day, you know. We, we all like the golf, so what, um did you even keep track of your score, or what, what, what went
3: on? I, there? I started keeping track of the score, and then we ended up going with Jake Troyer, one of my fellow friends, and he's a, actually a, a pro golfer, so when I was playing with him, I, he was trying to teach me a little technique, and about the third hole in, a couple other buddies and I were drinking a little heavy, and. We decided the worst player each hole is going to start drinking. I think I might have drank seven out of the nine holes that we played. So yeah. <laughs> didn't keep the score. Does that mean yeah. you didn't keep your score? Yeah, yeah. That, I think I threw that card away yeah. about the third hole. Yeah, he he shot a seven
0: out of nine, Chaz.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you, you talked
0: about racing it at, at Wayne County. Um, you know, obviously the the Jacobs family and and I mean all of our family. Um, it is connected to that place. How did that feel? How it feel to 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 race on on the track that you know your your grandfather and and a lot of our family has has built? How'd that feel?
3: It's awesome, and that's why well, get to race with a couple other Jacobses. Dean Jacobs was there, Trey Jacobs was there, and I think we're gonna. I'm trying to talk Dad and my brother Garrett into it. They're thinking maybe someday we might be able to put the Wayne County Speedway back in the Jacobs name. So we'll see what happens there. Ooh, hot oh. off the press. That'd be pretty sweet yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I've been trying to talk Dad into it, so we'll see what happens. Well you you know, we got we got a uh, Grandpa Harvey across the street. He's been trying to tell him how to work that track for about the past fifteen, twenty years so and they haven't- I got
1: a, I got a great story about that. So one one day we were talking about the track, and you know somebody wasn't running the track the right way, and he kept talking about how you needed to put calcium on the track. But it sounded like he was saying cow semen. So every time he'd say you need to work that cow semen into the track. You need to cow semen.
3: Oh God. No. We went over Saturday night and the first thing he said when he came over is a little dusty, it's always dusty. He said, I told him last week I need to start working on that damn thing, and he sure enough I come over here and dust's flying. <laughs> What, uh, so is, go, ahead, uh,
1: go, go ahead, ahead, Jess. So, you know, we talked, uh, we talked about, you know, you easing your way into the sprint car. You're just starting to ease your way into the craft beer scene. What was your, your go to beer, you know, maybe a year ago, uh, when you turned 21? And then now you're, you're starting to slowly dabble your way into So, what are you starting to like these days?
3: Yeah, I know. When I started out, I was just going for the basic Coors Light or whatever it was easiest to get my hands on. But now I've started to hit up a few uh, breweries. And I would say my favorite right now is uh, there's a Hoodletown brewery right here close to home. It's new, and it's called Hoodle Hill. Uh, it's a blonde beer. I'm, I'm still a little weak on the, on the beer side there, but it's, so far it's my favorite. I'm starting to dip into the IPAs a little bit. And uh, actually, uh, last weekend, I think I dipped in a little too hard, felt like shit for a church on mid I got mids for feeling so hot.
1: The, the, the headache from some IPAs is a little different than some natty splatties. Oh yeah. <laughs>
3: About midway through, I started getting a little hot, and I was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna have to go outside." So if you if you're going if you're going like
1: um, you know grocery store challenge, where you're getting some cheap beers, are you are you a natty? Are you a Pabst? Are
3: you a Bush? What what, what kind of guy are you? If, honestly, if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm probably either Corona or McUltra. Wow. I, my dad's been a, like, you're on the high end, fancy. What the hell? Hey, you know when we're working all this time. It's kind of a business expense. You know, you gotta treat the treat the customers right. So I'm yes. drinking. They're drinking. <laughs> you, you
0: you didn't get that college experience where man, you got a Bud Light in your hand and that was some prime time, high class shit. You're big time when you get a Bud Light.
3: Yeah, well, I, uh, I skipped out on that. I probably would. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have passed college, and then I'd have held randy's wrath on that one <laughs> <laughs>
0: you haven't been slapping the bag of margarita mix lately have you oh, not <laughs> <laughs> um, matt you got any questions for our
2: uh professional sprint car driver here no i mean I'd, i'm not uh, overly familiar with this whole sprint car scene it's been an educational you know kind of discussion here um I mean, how, how far have you have you traveled? Uh, where, where all do you go for your races? Uh, so through the winter and stuff
3: here in Ohio, obviously the weather's not very good. So we've been in uh, Florida, ran a bunch of Florida stuff, been in Tennessee, Carolina's, uh, been in Mississippi. Supposed to go to Arkansas, it rained out. Actually, uh, my dad's flying down here to Memphis. I'm in Memphis right now. My dad's flying down tomorrow to judge a horse show here where I'm at and he was trying to get me to uh, meet him in Sweetwater, Tennessee, to race. He said he'd bring the rig, and then we'll just drive over here. And then when he looked at the map, it was about five hours, and he said, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> so it's been kind of all over with the 360 part. And then once we start racing the 410, though, it'll be mainly Ohio stuff, Pennsylvania, a little bit of Indiana, just all okay. around. Very cool. So I went to Texas last week, though. Got to try a little bit of the Texas beer. That was a, that was a different thing.
0: Yeah, you you were sending us some of those. What uh? Is there any big from from your your hoodle town and in some of those local places? What was the the biggest difference?
3: Um uh, to be honest with you, it was it was kind of just a totally different thing. Still, because I don't know a lot about the beer, I'm still trying to learn my way into that. I'm excited to come drink with you guys, so you guys know a little bit and can teach me, you know. So I'm not out here just. Yeah, give me one of those. That sounds good. So that that's my biggest problem now is I don't really know the difference in between my different beers yet. So still learning there. What's the environment down there?
0: What, what's a what, what's a brewery look like in Texas? Much so everything
3: down there, we were in Fort Worth, which is you know just a cowboy whole atmosphere there. So everyone's got your starch jeans on, cowboy hats, walking around and stuff. So it's a fun atmosphere. You got a lot of just guys playing guitar, little little bands, and all the bars and stuff like that which is fun. Kind of the same atmosphere as Nashville, something like that a little bit. It, Did you guys see the uh, barbecue? It it. Oh, yeah. That's where we went. Went to a barbecue place right there on the river in Fort Worth. It was great. Had a hot date it, and everything. It, nice. Is it, it that everything's th- bigger in Texas? Oh, you know it.
0: <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. But anyway, <laughs> I'll I tell you what. Nashville is one of the best places in in this country to go to, but I would not want to be in Nashville, Tennessee right now.
1: I, I was um, going to say like if, about two if I was in Nashville, if I was in Nashville this weekend and I planned this trip, you know, ahead of time, and I didn't know what was going on, I'd, I'd be, be pissed. so pissed. I'd be pissed.
3: We were just watching on TV. I mean, it's just you can't even get down the main street. Everyone's just side yeah. this shoulder down. Yeah. We
0: what went. the hell was that noise? Was there a dog shaking? <laughs> yeah sorry this is going on the podcast
3: yeah
0: Yeah. it sounded like matt was back there shaking something (laughs) this guy
1: matt just took a shower he's trying to dry off tyson
2: wrapped up in the browns blanket
1: Uh, so so rj i got one more sprint car question
2: um
1: you've raced against some, some you know guys have been racing sprint cars a long time uh recently you raced against tony stewart Uh, big name guy NASCAR you know everybody knows who he is when you race against him uh did you get to talk to him if if so what kind of advice did he give you and uh what was your experience with him
3: oh yeah actually he's a pretty cool guy when you're out there um on so we raced Milton Florida Friday and Saturday and on Friday night we uh I was in the same uh heat race as Tony was and he was on the outside of me i was on the inside and i guess i was kind of pushing the car in front of me trying to get an edge up go a little faster before they threw the green flag and after the heat race is over tony came over and was kind of talking to me he was pissed off a little bit told me i wasn't supposed to be doing that and that whole thing so i kind of thought well this guy's kind of kind of a dick but then he's really actually helped me, helped me a little bit out and um, saturday night same thing we were Really fast Saturday night. Ended up qualifying first and started on the started on the pole of the feature. And Tony came over to my trailer and he said to me, he goes, uh, "So what'd you do before this?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "What'd you do before you race sprint car?" And I was like, "Nothing." He goes, "No, did you race uh, go karts or mini sprints or what'd you do?" And I said, "No, I didn't do anything." I said, "I raced a four wheeler." And he goes, "You're starting on the damn pole of the feature tonight." <laughs> yep, there we go. We ended up. He passed me on about the eighth lap, and I think the ninth lap we hit a hole and flipped the car about four times. So it didn't work
2: out very well for us. But still, could say I was beating Tony for a while. So what? What yeah, is that experience like? Um, I mean, I pray to God that you know you're not involved in any crashes or anything, but flipping a car four times is that something like? What are, what are you feeling, thinking? And, and and who the hell put that hole there? Yeah, I know. Well,
3: <laughs> I think
0: it, it, it
1: was really. enough. My brother enough calcium in on the track. Yeah, the yeah, house came
3: in, and then the Jim Jacobs, my brother, didn't have the car set up very well. So anytime we're slow, just, I'm always blaming it on the mechanics. Randy's back there. He's yelling, hollering, every other damn thing. So who knows? But, no, when you flip like that, we flipped there. I mean, it happened so fast. By the time I looked up, the wing was gone, and I was sitting there like, holy shit, what happened? I mean, it's, it doesn't hurt that bad. You're strapped in so tight. it You got a neck brace, and you got a full fire suit, and you got the whole nine yards. So it doesn't hurt. Bad. I'm sure some of them I'll take will hurt, but to get the first major flip out of the way i mean it didn't it wasn't too bad
0: okay <clears throat> <clears throat> so i'm gonna I, to make I, a joke around first but we'll we'll go ahead we'll be mature
3: yeah i was gonna ask you guys i mean since you guys are the the veterans here you know been drinking these craft beers and going to these breweries and all this stuff what if i gotta if i want to know I mean, i'm Bringing the lady to Ohio and she wants to get the whole tour. What's the best brewery I need to take her to? Oh,
1: well, well what kind of area, okay. What, okay. What what region? To?
3: Yeah, what region are you looking at? Hey, I mean, I drive a lot, so it doesn't bother me. I mean, I might come up with <laughs> one of you guys and we'll go out something. I don't know.
1: Hey, hey I'll, I'll answer your, Matt and I will answer your question since we're up in this area. But before we do that, can you please tell Matt the truck you have, when you bought it, and the number of miles you have on it? What now? Tell Matt the truck you just got, the number of miles that are on it, and when you bought it.
3: So I bought a 2019 F450. I think I've had it uh, right around just a little over 20 days, and we're right around 11,000 miles. Holy shit! (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: been been wild. I've
0: I've I've had my uh, 2012 Ford Fusion for six years. And I think I'm at fifty-two thousand
3: miles. That's impressive. <laughs> I might catch you this year. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so RJ, to answer your question, what I'll I'll give you a couple uh, Cleveland breweries, um, and then Matt is actually based out of Barberton. So you know, on the way home or the way up, you could hit his spots. But in Cleveland, uh, one of my favorite spots is Masthead. It's uh, right downtown. Really, really good beer. Um, I know you're starting to get your way into the IPAs. They have some very, very good IPAs, uh, a lot of good New England IPAs, and they typically have different variations of their IPAs coming out at all times. So Masthead is really, really good. Um, they have a good food selection. They have a lot of like wood oven pizzas. Um, they got the garage doors that open up out into a patio. So that is a great, great spot. Um, (laughs) Fathead is another great spot. Very similar to Head. Um And then one spot, if you're looking to get into like a cool, cool type of setting, spend five bucks, go to Great Lakes Brewing Company. Um, you can tour the brewery for five dollars. You get four five-ounce samples of beer, and um, it's a really cool experience. They give you the history of the brewery. They talk about their beers. Their food is outstanding. Their tater tots are. Next level. I had those, and it was life changing experience. But those, are, those would be my those would be my three standouts would probably Masthead, Fatheads, and uh, Great Lakes. The
0: the the nice thing with uh, and I agree, Masthead is is awesome. Great nice thing with Great Lakes is you have Market Garden right there. You also have Nano Brewery right there too. Um, yep. If if you're downtown yeah. Cleveland,
1: but yeah. But if, if you're going to one, I'm going Masthead.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Same. What around? Yeah. Go ahead. And give
1: him some
2: uh, some spots. Yeah. yeah. So if you're uh, traveling through like the Summit County area, um, some of my favorites are um, right downtown in Akron. It's called Akron Brewery. Um, good. I mean, good vibe. A uh, lot of beers on tap. I think when I was there, they had like 14. Um, a good selection. Any pretty much any style that you you prefer. Other uh, IPAs were spot on. Um, Hi Ho Brewery Brewing Company, it's in Cuyahoga Falls. Um, also, it's a it's a larger place. Um, good atmosphere. They just opened, uh, started making uh, brick oven pizzas. Um, their IPAs again, good. Uh, I tried three of their beers, all were very good. Um, and then if you're heading through Barberton, my go to is Ignite Brewing Company. Um, again good small town vibe um they've got food trucks things like that so yeah
3: good deal yeah it's i want to be able to come up with you guys sometime too and kind of have a guys night out or something we'll go hit some of those and learn the ropes a little yeah sounds like a plan
0: you come down here may 31st through june 2nd we'll take you out and show you some breweries
3: if uh, if, uh, if we tear up a car before then uh, i'll probably be there
0: all right that's all. well for my sake i hope you don't tear up a car but i hope you come for your sake i hope you I'm,
3: I'm really i'm leaning towards it i'm trying to i'm trying to work my way into because dad's going to be out of town yeah I'm... yeah your dad's not going to be you can't oh, race you without our owner
1: we need yeah. to see we
3: need
0: we need to see that seven out of nine score that you have
3: yeah that's a problem no one wants me on their team i'm sure <laughs>
0: Hey, oh. hey, the hat—the hat decides all. Um, what, what, who just cracked the beer? Uh, that was me. Uh, that was you. You're still drinking the same stuff. Damn. Yeah, I just—I just cracked Von Von Hunks Belgian Style Gold Ale. Ryan Geist. We've had this a couple times. Um, well, I see Dwayne Haskins just falling down the board. Anyone watching this?
3: Yeah, yeah right now he's not a. I didn't think Duke's guy was going to go so soon. I thought that was going to be Haskins right there. Well, you you know why he was taken? Because he's he's um, a
0: Manning
2: Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's going to take Haskins. Watch, watch, here it comes. Oh, Big Ben's going to be pissed. Big Ben, they he's he's, a, he's on his way great. out.
1: They just gave him a two more a two year extension.
2: I know,
3: but it'll they got to give him two years. They got to prep a guy for at least two years. Until he's ready to go.
2: I don't think, yeah, and I think Haskins is the right guy for that. I think, I don't see him being a guy that comes in and starts right off the rip. I think he needs to kind of learn, play under center a bit. Um, Big Ben's a good guy for him to kind of fall behind. He looks, he kind of plays like Ben a little
3: bit, you know. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't run the ball too much, but he can run if he has to. got a cannon on him, good accuracy, something like that.
2: Did the kid from uh, Missouri go? No. No, I think he might go to Cincinnati, shit right after Pittsburgh.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this right now, all the people that are down there. I mean, we were just in Nashville a couple weeks ago, and uh, we started drinking at about, I think, 11 o'clock in the afternoon, and by the time we got back to our hotel, it was around 3.30 in the morning, and I'm telling (laughs) you, Nashville put a whole new meaning to the partying and drinking side. I couldn't imagine being there this
0: weekend. Nashville is the only... Like major city that you go to and everyone's there for the same purpose. They all have the same mindset. Oh yeah. They all. <laughs> Jesus. They all. <laughs> like like. And you can go anywhere. You can go downtown Columbus and someone wants to bump into you and give you a stink eye. That I've never I've never seen that in in Nashville.
3: Oh. No. Nah, I mean one thing cool about Nashville, you go in there. It's all those live bands and stuff. You get a lot of just down to earth people and. I mean, we went there. I was with my dad and another buddy. We were actually headed to a race, and uh, the race got canceled Friday, we moved it to Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we ended up stopping there and drinking, and, I mean, it was just a, a hell of a time. Met a lot of cool people, people from Ohio, and we were able to hit. I mean, I think we made it up and down the street about three times, and we tried to do a beer at every stop. And by by midnight, I'm pretty sure it was kicking ourselves in the ass. I don't remember much after that. My, my favorite were place are Were you drinking McUltra? I was drinking Coronas. Oh, that was Randy's favorite, and you know Randy's just buying them, so I wasn't going to turn down a beer. That's that's true. Don't don't ever turn anything down free. Oh wow, well, no no quarterback. Hey, uh, by the way, can
0: can we talk about <laughs> the fact that Tiger Woods won the Masters real quick? Oh my gosh, that was oh. awesome. And uh, can we also talk about who, who predicted that?
1: <laughs> well, Matt and I predicted it. We oh.
0: Predicted it. Yeah. We have uh, audio proof.
1: And, and now that you say that, I, I literally just tapped my uh, master's peach retail from Sibling Reverie in partnership with Valley of the Eagles. Hey, we got
0: to go check out Valley of the
1: Eagles. I cannot hey. wait. They open up. RJ, you got to come up and golf with A uh, new golf course. It's a Jack Nicholas design course. It is opening up May 1st, which is a Wednesday um super excited uh we've been in contact with their uh pga golf pro there and we are super excited to check out that course it looks awesome um yeah i'm excited
0: can, can, can someone explain to me what devin bush from michigan is wearing i cannot it yeah, looks not- like I'm a. I not- i thought he was a sling i swear to god i'm like oh my god he's hurt i thought he was wearing a sling
3: Earlier, when he first came out there and kind of they were all opening up their jackets and stuff, and he did that, I was like, What on earth is that?
0: What is that? Uh... Well, for those of you who are not watching NFL draft, and if you're listening to this, go ahead and throw into the Google machine, was his name, Devin Bush from Michigan, draft yeah. outfit. And if you can identify what this style is called, go ahead and DM us and make sure that we never buy this.
1: <laughs> That's bad. So I, I was. Um... Have to change the subject, then you guys. But I was listening to uh, Foreplay by Barstools podcast this morning.
0: Oh, great!
1: I heard a wild statistic. A new Guinness Book of World Records. In 24 hours, a man played 430 golf holes. Holy shit! He was a major league baseball pitcher turned endurance athlete. He played from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. the next day, 430 holes. It was either 420 or 430 holes, which turned into 23, 18 rounds in 24 hours. Wow. Same, same course. Same course.
0: Just same course
2: over and over again. Were his hands, like, raw?
1: They said he looked like an endurance cyclist by the time he was finished.
2: Wow. Did he have a I can
1: imagine. I think he had to run it but I'm going to look into the details
2: because I think we should try to break it at Valley of the Eagles.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> what was his best round? Did it say that? Did so we play they, that never
1: said, they never said his score.
2: I mean, it had to be pretty damn low. If he's... Pretty, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, should, I mean, he can get, many well, holes. At the
1: same time, if you advance the ball forward and you're running up there and just smacking it every time, like, I doubt he's taking practice wins, I guess, is my point. He's probably just running up there and freaking hacking.
3: He probably only had like three or four yeah. clubs. Well, moves, some but wheels. That's,
1: that's
0: crazy. Oh, geez. Well, that, that, that's almost as good as what Barstool did last year for the U.S. Open. Where where, oh, Prez, loves where Prez, Prez took unlimited mulligans, but had, what was it, a five hour time limit or something like that? And, you know, they, I can't remember what the score was. He but, shot three under. Three under, which is like the sure, lowest with
1: unlimited mulligan?
0: Yeah, but in the time limit, so you you can't just spray him around for thirty minutes. But
3: uh... you think the I think Dutton and Shulwick again, but I think the Bengals here are taking Haskins. Uh,
2: no, I thought well, I thought Pittsburgh was going to take Haskins, and then I thought uh, Cincinnati was going to take the kid from Missouri.
3: I guess I forgot about the kid from Missouri. He's he's pretty good. I'm real pumped about the whole uh, Tate Martell going to Miami. Looking pretty good down there.
1: I think it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. I think I think Ohio State ultimately, you know, made out better than Miami. I, yeah. But I was gonna, Ronick, I, think so, uh, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if Martell has success down there. He's I, got, I have to get off topic here. But Zach, uh, I see your your beer is sitting on sitting on something there. What do you got your beer sitting on tonight?
0: Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, good thing it is sitting on it because I, I was not paying attention a little bit ago and I kind of had a little, uh, little heavy pour and it had some uh, excessive head come out the top of my glass. But uh, yeah, if it wasn't for this coaster field coaster that uh, that I got in the mail today, um, yeah, the wife would probably be yelling at me tomorrow morning about the uh, water or the ring I'll have on this beautiful table I got. Um, yeah, these silicone coasters we got, they're, they're something special. Let's just say that. Um, they're going to protect you know any any table they don't slide they're they're not going to stink you know the the paper coasters out there you know that you get some old beer on it and all of a sudden they start to smell pretty bad and you can throw these in a dishwasher and boom next thing you know you got you got some fresh coasters great for a home bar Um, we're excited to partner with them we're going to throw some 20 20 percent coupons or or, uh, amazon codes out there uh, so, so for those listening, check out some of our posts because uh, you, know, you can get yourself some coaster field coasters, um, all silicone. Uh, yeah, keep yourself from getting in trouble by the misses or your significant other when you spill your beer. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my beer ain't going nowhere.
3: Those paper coasters too. I mean, they don't last very long. Those there, I see, feel Whoa, like they to last wait, a while. And can wait, you. Honey. Get our. Can we get the logo on there and stuff like that, or how's it work?
0: uh i'm not not quite sure about the logo quite yet i I think they're they're still early in production they're actually out of texas so next time you're down there we might have to 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 have you to go check them out Um, maybe a new race sponsor
3: yeah hey now
1: hey now hey Hey
0: Uh, now but yeah i think you know as we continue to to work with them i think hopefully we can get ourselves some some obr design on here but uh, they, they hooked us up with a, a pretty decent discount on, on our first set, so we, uh, we, we we can't ask for too much. But, um, yeah, they're going to be sitting around the, the house of Ohio Beer Review members, and uh, we look forward to giving some of our followers some discounts on uh, some coasters and stock their home bars.
3: That'll be a pretty cool deal there. I got the uh, sticker. I'm going to the sticker guy on Monday. I sent him the logo and everything. He's got that. So uh, for the first night out in the 410, the old sticker is going to be on the wing. Oh, the Ohio where, where are we, we uh, say, Beer Review.
1: On. On this, this is big news.
3: Yep. This first, is, uh, the Ohio Beer Review ago. logo will be on. It'll the, be on the Hey, yep, be on the 410. So where's it going? I haven't decided yet. I got it. It's a eight by eight size sticker, so it's a decent size. Be able to read it pretty good. Uh, Hoping I might be able to get it right there on the driver's side of the car. So when you're coming around the track, the photographer's usually on the inside. So when we get that picture, it'll be be right there, good and visible. Uh, I'm doing two per car, so either do it on both sides, get it on the wing, both sides, somewhere. We're not real sure yet. I think for sure on the wing it'll fit, but I'd like to get it right by my name on the car. I want it right on Hi. the ass. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> most sponsorship. The- right on the video. tank. They want their name on the bottom of the car because it's been upside down a few too many times already. <laughs> <laughs> that that may actually so, be the
0: best place for our sponsorship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so going back to, you know, you talk sponsorships and, and sprint car racing. I feel like, you know, growing up as kids, we'd go to the dirt track and you see all these like gaudy sprint car T-shirts. Oh, is yeah.
3: there gonna be an 18J shirt at any point? Well, so uh, we just uh, just got the shirt designs today. Uh, oh! oh. So, How much neon? How much neon is on the shirt? It's uh, the shirt's gonna be all black with uh, neon bright yellow writing on it, and then the 18J car is some bright red. It's pretty cool. Ooh. All oh. right, all on right. The front it says the cowboy big, and it's got the 18J, and on the
2: back's kind of got the car coming around the corner and ready to go. Are you sending? Are you sending us some?
1: Yeah. yeah. What? What if we trade? What if we? How about we trade some OBR t-shirts for eighteen
3: j t-shirts? Oh, that's a yeah. Well, that is a done deal. (laughs) Done deal. That's cool.
0: We'll we'll send you three OBR shirts for three eighteen J cowboy shirts.
3: Oh, we can make that work. No problem. Three, Three
0: for three. Hey, give, give us a little background story as my introduction. You know, it may have slid through there, but the cowboy—where does that come from? Kind of give us just that quick two-minute background of where that that comes from.
3: Yeah, so uh, me, and my dad showed horses for 29 years for a living. But obviously, the Jacobs side is huge in the dirt track racing. My dad was one of the only Jacobs that didn't do the dirt track racing, did the horse show, and was a cowboy for most of his life. I showed horses when I was younger, so now we're coming out of. Dad's done showing horses for a living. Owns a vitamin and mineral supplement company, who I work for now, uh, worldwide, for livestock and horses mainly. So the whole cowboy thing's still going on. I mean, here in Memphis right now, wearing starch jeans and a cowboy hat every day at the horse show. So it's kind of the cowboy is always in there. Just got a just got a new uh, straw hat too. So I'm gonna be rocking the cowboy hat, drinking a beer, you know, in the pits with it. Ready to go. The cowboy's ready. The
0: uh... there you go. <laughs> The, the next time we golf together, can you please golf in a cowboy hat?
3: Oh, most definitely. That's why I bought and, this for today. And Dang. starch jeans.
1: If,
0: oh, starch. I don't
3: the starch jeans. shit.
1: When you say starch jeans, are you talking like a nice crease down the middle of the leg, or are
3: you oh, talking pleats? What are you talking? Starch jeans are pleated jeans. Pleated <laughs> jeans. <Is> That's <laughs> that you damn cowboy bar. The pry bar out to get it. Oh, the jeans opened up to where. <laughs> per day i mean it costs about eight fifty a pair to get them starched and all of our all of our things we wear go to get starched all the time it's not it's not it's not very cheap but you come to a show like this and i mean there's some attractive ladies walking around for me so you know if you're not in the starched jeans you're gonna kind of fall out of the loop so i'm sure mine are starched even tighter than most look good play good you got that right
1: you starch your uh, fire suit in?
0: Oh no! This little no, that. like, like a freaking dry Christmas tree.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that.
0: We don't want that. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt.
2: Yep. what did you do last weekend? Uh, I hit up a couple breweries. I went out with my uh, future brother-in-law. Um, went downtown Cleveland. Um, started out at Forest City Brewing Company. Um got a good uh behind the scenes tour. Um tasted a lot of their their beers. Uh one of their the owner's buddies owns a distillery in um in the northeast Ohio area, had some had some good bourbon. Um yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: So Matt when you go there. Um, obviously, you know, you had the mastheads, which is like mm-hmm. super industrial, probably pumping a ton of money into it. Saucy Brewer in Cleveland's probably the same way. Um, I, I believe, uh, four cities in Ohio city. Is it, is it that high end, really nice type of brewery or is it more of that old school type
2: of feel? Oh, super old school. Um, when we parked the car, we honestly weren't exactly sure where we were going Um, they had a sign, like a sticker on the door in this like little alley area Uh, so we walked in through there, went through like a long hallway they had a lot of really cool old like Cleveland art, uh, sports stuff, just Cleveland historical pieces Um, walked into a beautiful tap room Um, they had a shit ton of like very vintage old bar memorabilia uh, a fridge from like the 1920s that they had uh, restored um very cool they made all their all their like furniture the bar was out of old wood that they had um salvaged from like local tree farms um from back in the day so yeah it was it was sweet
1: what um I'm assuming you had more than one beer there. So what was the best beer you had, and what what kind of OBR rating would you have given it? Um,
2: I had the Gray Eagle IPA. That was my favorite that I had. I had, again, I had a number of them. Um, That was by far and away the best one that I had. And Fortunately enough, the Bartender, I ordered a flight. And she – I said just – I ordered three, and then she – I told her to pick – surprise me with the fourth, and she gave me that one. I gave it a 4.1 on the OBR scale. So, yeah, solid brew. Um, Definitely would drink a a ton of that. Well, as many as I could. It was 9.7% alcohol. That's a double. Is that a double? I don't know. It was a double.
1: I don't know if – I don't
2: know if the wheel man at the 18J can handle that quite yet. That that sounds like it might be a little over my head. He could, it was, I'm telling you, it was very easy drinking. Uh, I thought when she she set it down and I saw it on the menu, I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to be stumbling out of here. Um, Wasn't the case. Surprisingly, it it was very smooth, good, hot flavor. um, Something, I mean, they served it in like a 10 ounce snifter it was very good. Uh, with it the other beers out. I had on, on the flight, that I my second favorite was the Black Betsy Black IPA. Um, really, it was like ooh, super dark. Um, I haven't had a ton of Black IPAs in the past, but it was very good. Uh, had kind of like a stout-ish taste to it. And then I finished it off with the Duck Rabbit Coffee Porter, which also, a very good way to finish it off Had 5.3% uh, alcohol, um, local coffee that there was like a coffee shop connected to it that the, uh, one of the owners actually owns. So they get a lot of their, when they do their coffee brews, they get the coffee flavor from those guys.
3: Mm-hmm. Funny uh, story about, about drinking a, a beer. I mean, my first IPA, I was in a uh, West Virginia
2: at uh, Snowshoe
3: Mountain and I was dude. I might have been eighteen years old. I took a drink of it and I thought that, that thing tastes like drinking a wine tree. This is the worst beer I have ever had. Oh I go and get those. I'm like, pretty good. I like it. I, I RJ, I
0: tell a story. First IPA I had I was in college and I thought someone was try- I thought someone poisoned it. Yeah. I mean I was like, what the hell? I mean, I have been drinking natty like keg beer for, for <laughs> since the day I was there i'm like well, what in the world is this
3: it was i mean it was a huge i've been used to then i was a natty guy too and yeah. I, I this is like sucking on a damn pine tree i was like what on earth is this yeah <laughs> so,
1: so what what happens when you know the, the 18j breaks into the top five of the feature and you know we're we're hooking you up with some beer what are you
3: gonna pick oh geez you know Probably, if we're gonna pick anything, we're probably gonna do like a Coors Light or something simple like that, just because there's it's gonna be a party. I'm telling you, when we start doing it, uh, yeah. it's gonna be a party. And you know, Randy, the the owner of the car, my dad, we uh last year we made it in the feature a couple times, in our first couple nights out, and that was pretty wild. So I can't imagine once we start putting her in the top five and stuff, he might be a little. We gotta take it easy on him. Awesome.
1: And tell us. Uh, I know last weekend you had a beer. You were you were texting us about it. You sent us some pictures. Uh, I believe it was a blueberry beer. Kind of tell us where that was from. What it was. What it was all about.
3: Yeah, that's um, from. It's it's in uh, Bolivar. I uh, think of the name. Of the place. Off the top of my head. Let me think here. Um, it was a blueberry ale, and that's it was. I had that mixed with like, a, it was like a. Colch or something like that. The one was a 9.2, and the blueberry was like a 6.8. And let me tell you, I drank three of those, and the next morning, I was not feeling very hot. I uh, we ended up there's a uh, bar called the Wooly Pig. Was that Lock Lockport, RJ? Yeah, that's what it's called, the Lockport Brewery. It's a very cool place, cool atmosphere. They're actually moving here in the spring. Um, they're supposed to be here in the next month or so. I think they're going to be moved in uh, to a little bit bigger location. They're always full. Uh, they got some really good beers on tap there, uh, and then we ended up going to the Woolly Pig, which is down there in like kind of the Fresno, Ohio area. Newer brewery, got a tent outside, got a big place, always got a bonfire going on the weekends. It's a great place to go. They got some good beers there. I mean, both those places, and obviously Hoodle Hill right there close to me, I've been hitting those three pretty heavy on the weekends when I'm home from work and stuff, and uh, got myself down to... Also, the I think it's Canton City Brewing or something like that. They got one up there. It's called the Tuscarora's. Uh That's that's one of my favorites right now. It's uh, obviously still a lighter beer. I'm still working on getting my way into the into the darker though. You, do you like coffee, Arthur? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's crazy. I love coffee. Do you? So as you start to
0: go out and do your your exploring, any kind of um, blonde coffee ale, any mm-hmm. kind of any kind of not dark coffee beer, get it because I i bet that would be something you would like. All
1: right, we got it. We yeah. got to yeah, get him sure. up to uh Avon Brewing Company for their Barista Blonde and yeah, and for their
3: coffee red. Yeah, know, get up for there, sure. come up there and do some drinking with you guys. would be a lot of fun.
2: He, he was talking about like a, a good atmosphere, like bonfires and stuff like that. Um, kind of taking it back so, to Forest City where I was talking. Um Right outside of their tap room, they have what they call the the beer garden. Um, Jay, the one of the owners who I was who I met with, he said that it's one of the oldest, if not the oldest, in Ohio and possibly all of the United States. Wow. Um, they've got their like symbolic thing is like this red fern tree that is growing in the back that kind of comes butts up right against the brewery. Um, but they have it's super nice. They've got a couple fire pits in the summertime. They have bands that come out there. Uh, all it is is just like a grass field, some mulch beds, flowers, things like that. Um, set up cornhole, but yeah, it was really really cool.
3: Sounds like a good place. Could be a good time to go there.
0: Oh yeah. Where can you give kind of where that is
2: in Cleveland? Uh it's right. It's. Pretty, it's on, um, uh, Columbus road, probably about a half mile or so from the West side market. Oh, okay. Uh, close to Tremont. Um, kind of right in between that Ohio city Tremont area. Again, it was pretty hidden. Like I said, there was, they didn't have a, a sign out front, um, very low key, but, uh, very very cool atmosphere it it reminds me when
0: uh, about a year ago carly and i or my my wife and i we went to to two tones brewery (laughs) at a Whitehall, and we'd been messaging back and forth we went we did a live video saw their their brewery production and in their the address took us to a um oh like a a a rental unit and i'm like oh man i'm either gonna get mugged or something's gonna (laughs) happen here but but now, long story short, they just opened their brick-and-mortar brewery right there in Whitehall, and, uh, you know, it, it's a pretty cool spot. It's amazing, you know, you, obviously you go to a place like our Brew Dog or Great Lakes, and, and you see all of the, you know, all of the fermenters and everything that's going on, and, and you're thinking, man, this is, this is pretty cool. But then you go to a place, and, and it's so small, and they're, they're, they're making, you know, 25, 35, 50 gallons at a time. And you're thinking, man, what's going on? Next thing you know, it's the best beer you ever had. Yeah. Uh, You know, and that's, I think that's, that's what's really neat, I think, about this whole craft beer thing that's going on right now with, you know, even across the country is you can have the biggest setup or you could be making two gallon pots, but you never know,
2: you know, what's going to come out of it. It's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. And Forest City, again, I don't mean to keep harping on them, but they bought all of their equipment as like, from previous brewing companies that was like their throwaway shit. They were just buying it up. Um, pretty small operation. Um, but every single piece from that, what they were brewing with was from somewhere locally, um, that they, that they purchased it from. Um, so I think it was pretty cool. to kind of everything you can see literally right when you're sitting at the bar in the tap room, exactly where they're brewing at. I mean, arms, distance away from where you're sitting so very cool
0: very cool (laughs) all right so we're we're getting here towards towards our our one hour mark um i'm gonna put everyone on the spot if you had to draft an ohio brewery number one overall and then we cannot we cannot have any repeats if you had to draft an ohio brewery number one overall who would it be and what would be the beer that you would drink from there, <sighs> President? I will start with you.
3: Silence is. He's, he's thinking.
0: It... Oh, Chaz, your speaker's not working.
1: Are we drafting a beer or are we drafting? You the need to draft. You need to draft.
0: In- you're drafting the brewery, and then you have to say your number one beer from the brewery. So think brewery as a whole, but then highlight their number one beer in your opinion.
1: So I would have to go with – I'm I'm going with Mastod. I think it's just – I've never had a bad beer. I think we've had multiple four pluses from them two beers that stand out. I'm the Prez. I can say two if I want. Um, I'm going with their Coffee order and their Shoot from the Hip New England IPA.
2: Matt? Uh, honey, I feel like you guys give me a hard time by always like <laughs> sucking Fat Heads dung, but I'm going to go with <laughs> Fat Heads. Um, and my number one pick from there... Out of all the I've drank a shit ton of their beer. Um the Citrus Head, New England IPA. I think I reviewed it at a four four four. I'm that's almost up. positive. Ooh. Yeah, it was very elite. Um, that's probably the best beer that I've had. RJ. All right.
3: Uh, I guess since I haven't been to very many yet, but uh, I truly think that the hoodle Hill is kind of an up and coming thing. I think you guys really like it. The atmosphere there for me is a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of cool things going on there building the big patio out front. <laughs> I love,
2: I love the name. Something,
3: something cool. Yeah. I mean, kind of the name is from right by our houses kind of comes from where everything took place old times and stuff. Uh, but I would say, uh, geez, the hoodle Hill is probably my top here right now. Just from there. It's one of the first, uh, beers that i've had from a uh, brewery like that and i kind of fell in love with it so every time i go there i usually start out with it just because i know it's a it's a good one to win with and uh but i mean i think it's a great brewery honestly
0: hey saturday we're heading up uh towards uh worcester area orville area and on the way home hoodo hill is on the list to stop at uh, for the migraine family are you are you hitting jfb we're not gonna make it into Worcester. Oh. I know.
1: I have uh, a question about JASB. Does that Does that Stanford just another
3: fucking brewery? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Who yeah. was going with the McGrane family on Saturday? Where you guys? Who all is headed there? Uh,
0: we We have a um, We have a cousin who's getting married, and they're having a uh, bridal shower in Orville. So the the McGrane crew is leaving Athens, Ohio. What's that? Who's the Emeritus Bridal Show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we are, uh, we're heading up, uh, we're going to leave here at uh, 7 a.m. for an 11 o'clock uh, kickoff. And uh, on the way back, the missus agreed to stopping at a couple breweries, Hoodletown and Marietta Brewing Company. Um, so we're going to stop at those two locations. And Hoodletown was picked because, well, you've multiple times talked about it. And I said, we got to check the plates out. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if Friday night doesn't go well, we either get upside down or we uh, motors not running right or something. I might uh, might join in on a couple of those on Saturday.
0: We may have to time that up for sure. <laughs> um, so for the number one draft pick, uh, you all y'all put some some good ones out there. Um, now I'm trying to think of like instead of uh, I'm going brewery as a whole. <laughs> trying to think of what makes I'm, I'm gonna go and and this is you know i can we, we i think we all get biased to where we're at there there's something that six Sense does with their new england ipas that i just i i honestly i i can't i continue to can't wrap my mind around the fact that i'm drinking a beer i drink some of those new england ipas Um, hopefully for guys we can my plan is to have four or five of them up here so you all can try them um but but they're doing something obviously they're not a brand name you could pick brew dog very easily and obviously their 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 lineup is amazing but there's something about the beer that they're doing as as far as the new england's and and their other stuff that's pretty good so six cents would be my uh so my sleeper number one pick. It'd be the Baker Mayfield pick of the uh the draft. Yeah, it wasn't no that's no that's brainer. This time.
1: If Baker Mayfield <laughs> was six two, it was a no brainer.
0: But he's not. It don't matter. I know. Well then why, why all you it? all
1: you tall dudes think it's important. It's not that important.
0: Ask me how many days how many how many days of football I've played in my life. Ask me.
1: I don't
0: Zero. know, you probably played like 97 combined. Zero. Zero. Middle, middle school sports do not count. Yeah,
1: that's why I said
0: 97. Never. I never played a day of football in my life. All I'm saying is, I'm going off of what Mel Kiper Jr. says. Fuck that guy. No, no, we don't like Tony Grossi. Well,
1: as we, uh, <laughs> as, we uh, as we wrap up episode three, let's all talk about, uh, you know, we've heard what Zach plans on doing this coming weekend RJ tell us where you're racing what you might be drinking Matt you go and then I'll finish it up
3: yeah we're gonna race uh, Lernerville on uh, uh, Friday night probably and then uh, Saturdays hopefully the Wayne county home track there um, at home um, but'll we'll, uh, we'll see what happens though you know I'm real sure and who knows who knows how it depends how we do it depends on what we drink you know we do good, it'll probably be a little more of a classier beer to use that things but if not, it's gonna be probably the natural light. There you go.
0: I'm at Natty Light took second in the Ohio Beer Review grocery store light beer challenge, by the way. So there's no And term.
1: I and I picked it as the winner over Bud Light.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's a- yeah, right there it is. Yep.
2: Matt, any plans this weekend? Yeah, I think um Tomorrow, uh, we're going to hit up uh, Royal Docks in Canton.
3: Nice.
2: Um, possibly hit somewhere else in the Can- Canton area. Uh, maybe Canton Brewing Company. We'll see. Um, but I know for sure we're going to hit up Royal Docks, grab some dinner here and hit up Canton Brewing Company on the way home.
1: Cool, cool. Um, I myself, uh, we've been in contact with once we posted the review of our last Orange Hazy Imperial IPA, we were contacted by the brewmaster at Avon Brewing Company. He uh, asked us if we've ever had their Amarillo Frost. So I'm planning on meeting up with him sometime next week to to enjoy that one. It's supposed to be very, very good. He says it's one of his best. Uh, we've also been in contact with Whistle & Keg, which is a new Restaurant downtown Cleveland. I believe they're in Youngstown as well. Um, they have, I want to say it's 60 taps in the Ooh. walls. Yeah, self serve, 19 beers from Ohio. Uh, um, seems like a pretty cool place. They want to check it out, though. So hopefully, we can. And if weather, if weather cooperates, I uh, might have to go check out Valley of the Eagles and uh, prepare myself a little bit more for the match coming up May 31st.
0: All right. That sounds like a a pretty good plan. Um, we'll, we'll record again here in the next couple of weeks. I think we're actually, our, our, our goal is is to try to get the, uh, golf pro at Valley of the Eagles on our next podcast. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll cross our fingers for that. We'll try to get him on for everyone. Uh, we want to thank RJ for joining us. The 18 J dirt track sprint car driver, um, RJ, where can people uh, find some results? Do you have any social media? How can people uh, follow you?
3: Yeah, um, I got an Instagram and Twitter. Mostly everything goes uh, off of my Twitter. It's um, uh, RJ Jacobs 75. Um, got a lot of stuff on there. As you talk about what I end up as, uh, then my Instagram. You know, I'm usually always posting um, on there, which is the RJ Jacobs 18. Um, usually either one of those places there. Sometimes on Facebook, just under RJ Jacobs, there'll be some videos or highlights on there also. Hey, hey RJ,
0: you know what we need? What do we need? We, we, we need an 18J. Fa- we, need a, we need a page. We, we need to uh, get... The no, I think,
3: I think we need to get that going, you know. Probably probably start that up here while I'm sitting here doing nothing tomorrow in Memphis. <laughs> that, that a boy. Um, again, appreciate everyone
0: for listening. Check out... Beer, sports, and all hell—I don't know. Uh, the the podcast. Check out Ohio Beer Review on, on all of your social medias. Uh, again, we're we're trying to do our best job uh, reviewing Ohio craft beer, uh, keeping it engaging, keeping it entertaining, uh, but also giving you you know our, our opinions. We we got a, a good team of three, and uh, you know we get our JQ drinking some more craft beer. Maybe he could join join the group here um, as he develops his. Sophisticated palate. Um, any other comments from the group? That's oh, it. Man. It's been fun. Right. Hey, right. go, Browns. Go, Thanks, Browns. go Browns, guys.
1: Hey, hold
0: hey,
1: on hey, one second. Oh, yeah, one yeah.
3: Second. yeah, you're good. RJ, RJ, yeah. can you send us off on some Dutch? <laughs> Shit. Uh, go, folks, to cool. Hey, what's that name? That one's good again. Go fuck the cow. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fucking, a lot of cows. All All right. right. Thanks, (laughs) everyone.